0: weekly discussion about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much
1: Hey, y'all. It's 5 o'clock on Monday, and we are still in beer. I'm Augie
0: Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall.
1: John Hall, you're looking so saucy with that handheld. You like it? It's I, uh, I do. I feel like... It's, a, a, it's, it's the old-school four-mic setup. It's, done, uh, right?
0: Oh, well, yeah. depending on these beers. So we just recorded the Kevin Davey Show, and... Uh, it's week two of week, our... Yeah, three-week residency. Bonvoy residency. Yeah, down here at Little Beer Festival in Duluth, Georgia, which uh, I keep, I'm very fond of saying that this town is charming as fuck.
1: It fucking it is. It really is. Like, it you, is just... We sh- let's introduce John Abadi okay. before we do that, because we we'll yeah. end up down this road, and they might want to talk about it. But So, John Body branding, right, <laughs> of Wheatland Spring. We met last night over way too many beers and cricket tequila shots.
0: Hey, did you guys do the cricket tequila shots, too? We
2: swapped those out for ice cream cones.
0: Okay. <laughs> like boozy ice cream cones, or... <laughs> How did you get beer in an ice cream cone? It's, That's not going to work come on that's guys. not this festival that's a whole <laughs> oh, other yes. festival yeah it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah get on the there mic John will there remind go. you.
1: but anyway so thanks for joining us. So you guys are in virginia right oh, that's so right yes. did you drive or fly we flew all right that's good what is, how it's long did just, it take to fly were you, yeah, were you ever flat in the plane is it just up
3: and it down? was a little bumpy yeah. um <laughs> so we're not sure if we were flat or not but it was it was like two hours so it's <laughs> okay. like it's, that's, yeah. that's
1: fair yeah. Yeah. yeah you know that conceit once you start driving south from jersey there's just like a Tick in your head, like okay, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, yeah, and yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're Florida for three days. That's right. Okay. Uh, and,
0: and we'll say farm brewery, but you were telling me last night you're like 30 minutes from Dulles. Yep. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's like much closer to us. I get. All right. That's yeah. a, that's a. Bit,
2: good. Yeah. We're we're an hour west of DC. Have you tasted okay. This? No I, beer Jump one. Jump right in.
1: Fuck, okay. We are so so. I was saying to John, <laughs> we should talk a little bit about this. We definitely need to talk about Wheatland because you guys are new to me, and I love that we had to a good time last night but i'm talking about just this fest being so much more dangerous to me than a typical fest (laughs) because ridiculous hype and big beers are fun and i like to taste them and i move on but these are everything everybody's giving me down here is stuff i like to drink
2: yeah for sure you know Mm -hmm. what i mean
1: like when we do a bunch of these shows in a row i'm usually good about having a sip or two and I drank all of <laughs> Kevin's beers because it was easy yeah, to from you were good word, yeah. them last night that's for right. sure. and the minute I started drinking I was like okay well if you don't talk about it soon you're going to be out of beer and this is another one of those this is a bad they
3: yes. do. They go down easy, <laughs> don't they? Yeah, but yeah.
2: everybody's
1: like, it's a little beer fest. You'll be
2: fine if you yeah. think. I'm fine. It's so yeah. Can't get me in trouble. And last then it's night, 25 beers later. I landed <laughs> at
1: 1.30 an hour late yesterday. And I think when I went to bed last night, it's a safe bet I drank 25 beers. Yesterday. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, I was with you for most of that. So, yeah. <laughs> I was I the designated driver problem. yesterday, which was <laughs> such a unique perspective for me. Yeah, cause uh, cause one to stay you're sober. Me down the, I, I am, down the path and I was just watching you. And
1: you were just driving me down the path. Of <laughs> yeah. <destruction. laughs> My favorite part
0: was at the end of the night. I found you at about ten thirty at Good and I was like, "All right, I'm walking back," and fi- fully figuring for you to say, "Like, all right, have fun," and you well, were like, I "No, was, I'm going with you." Yeah. Caitlin
1: and the oh. Seed Kids had just put me to bed with that one tequila shot. Like, I, I was in this perfect lager buzz all day, and then like, so that bar next door is supposed to have. They claim it's a scorpion, okay. but I swear oh. to God, it was a cricket. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, in the tequila but they're like scorpion shots I was like sure Dragon walked up to him right as the tequila hit my stomach he's like I'm going home I was
0: like me too <laughs> but I as we're walking through the town green Augie decides to do his type 5 for the comedy store where he's looking at the Adirondack chairs that are on the, the town green and pointing and, out that we're not in the Adirondacks yeah. and I, I
1: feel like Georgia owes me a different chair I think, <laughs> I think Duluth should have it. a like, Duluth chair and I was so
0: proud of you in that moment for calling it quits because I was like <laughs> This was not going to play is, well. This is the argument that leads to trouble. <laughs> yeah. So you I make like the like, smart Duluth decisions. Duluth needs
1: our own Duluth chair. Why are we have actors? We're not in the adults. Ador- it's I'm not an it. accident. I was all over my skis. Anyway, tell, us, <laughs> tell us about Wheeland and how you got here. Cause this is, so I just strong on my way in here. We had Todd on the show down in <laughs> Florida. This is true. And he described this event to me. I said, well, I'll be there. Invite me. I'm and Tom well, being Southern polite this, was, yeah. <laughs> we Tom, did just talk Tom about this. did. We
3: got here on a plane. That's how it happened. So are you guys Pilsner,
1: like talk to me about just the whole big program, what you guys are doing, what you're brewing, and you got to be, I mean, there's fucking 10,000 breweries in America and there's only 30 here and everybody's good at doing little beers right it's a great mm. curation of groups so talk to me about how you came into this fold how you met these guys how you got here because it's matters
2: for awesome. sure yeah so we um wheatland spring is a uh is a 30 acre estate brewery uh okay. what that means is we grow acres of barley wheat and some triticale for our beer cool um it's all done regeneratively uh, which means there's no chemical pesticides that kind of stuff um we use heavy cover cropping rotations things like that that focus on the soil which means it's focused on the ingredients and the quality of the ingredients and the types of barley that we grow are new types so some of the barley that we're going to be making into beer has never been made into beer before ever very cool so we have a partnership with a research institution near us um, which is great. Is it a school or is Virginia it a... Okay, okay, yeah, very they're, cool. the, they're the biggest right. barley breeder east of the Mississippi. Really? So because you know a lot about
3: barley breeders, right? <laughs> That's, well, yeah. That's what you usually talk about on the show, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> more
0: <laughs> and more these days, actually. It's
1: shocking.
3: It's, uh, barley, so...
1: I don't want to beat hillary's drum and all this but we have a local grower who's kind of taken over her family farm and turned it in who john and, knows well You yeah. john so, are at the craft malt. Co- okay all right so but hillary years. hillary yeah, is one of my favorite humans and yeah. having hillary in my life has very much changed a lot of my brewing in the last five years we've been at it 12 and mm-hmm. hillary coming into her own as a maltster has definitely made my other, you know, my smaller projects a lot more fun to do. So yeah, that, that's sure. why John and I say but For sure. But I, so I didn't know that of a Virginia Tech, but I, I guess it makes sense, right? But, yeah, absolutely. But when I think of the crops of the South, I don't think of grains. I, I somehow put them higher in my head geographically. Well, so and, and Talk to me about how that comes Traditionally, to be. That,
2: that could be right. I think wheat has always been, like soft red winter wheat has always been grown there or for, for some time it has. They made a bet, though, about a decade ago to switch from feed barley which is for livestock, cattle, and things like that. To malting barley, which is a little bit finickier and it takes more for the farmers, but you have a multiple on the market. So feed barley goes for a buck. Yeah. Malting barley goes for two or three bucks or four bucks, depending. Fifteen,
1: on thanks all. to the war. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, go <laughs> on. Yeah. So. so, so uh,
2: so there was this conversion, but it takes about a decade to go through this process. Okay. And so one of the projects we're working on—I I won't go down the rabbit no, hole. No, go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why, That's here. why we're 100%. here. 100%. Never, fear yeah. <laughs> Never fear a rabbit hole. Never fear a rabbit hole. This show—that's so all we were. we're here for. This we show were. is a bottomless pit. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's <just too> fun. <laughs> 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 so we were—we uh, were having a conversation with the uh, the head um, barley breeder at Virginia Tech one night. He was out at the farm, and we we had we just we get along well, so we have a good personal relationship. And so we were sitting there. And I asked him to walk me through the process of what it takes to go from the lab to a beer for barley. It's about a decade. Okay. And so there's different stage gates, and it has to pass the the field test, and it has to go through all these other things, malting, and then finally get to the glass. The challenge, though, is once it gets to the glass, there's no guarantee it's going to taste good. So if it doesn't taste good, this last decade of time and effort is for what? And so what we worked on together was a project to take a dozen cultivars, a dozen new types of barley that have never been tested before, grow them under real-world conditions on our farm, pico-malt those, and then micro-batch those, right. and then make beer out of them. Send all that data back to Virginia Tech and say, hey, um, these show some promise. And what they can do is all this is mapped out in these giant computers they have there so they can know the parents, they can know the different cultivars that are related to it, and they can start to get better fidelity on which barleys show the most promise for... Um, Doing well in the field against right. disease and also flavor in the glass, yeah, which the is most important as a brewer. Exactly. All the we care about. Yeah, exactly. So, but okay. the point is, it's all about the ingredients. Like, for, right. for us, the quality of the beer is the single most important thing. It's not just a novelty so, to grow stuff.
1: But talk to me about, again, it's the joke we kept making on the last show Is Ashley is that, you know, can you make a business Ashley out of Ashley Carter beer stat, yeah. Okay. Thank you. But um, can you make a business out of others like, oh, been winning this race for five hundred years. Why are you asking that question, right? So, I guess my question is: because of that type of association, I think of it as, what do we need to change about two row pilsner Mall, You know what I mean? Or yeah. two row or pilsner Mall. But like when they're when they're looking to breed up, breed down, breed in, breed out, what kind of things are they doing, generally? Like, is that, so it's easier to talk about hops because I think I'm so much more informed, but you know what I mean? When you're doing hops by you guys, Downy Mildew is your fucking concern and you're looking for something that's safe from Downy Mildew because the further south you go, the more likely that's to happen. Is there one of those things for these grains that we care about for brewing versus hard winter wheat or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, what's what is what is Virginia Tech and all twelve of them, trying to accomplish
2: yeah. So there, there's a ton of disease pressure. There's there's don, which is the biggest one. There's all sorts of other things, but I think you're you're kind of you're dovetailing into this idea that it also takes hops, from what I understand, about a decade to to yeah, develop new cultivars. Yeah, it's like three cultivars. years before you can even decide if it's and it goes for these it, cycles. You know, what I mean? you can't even look at it you you have to prove right. it. The all, all these things three years old. And so most of the hops that I'm familiar with have been bred for certain climates and latitudes on Earth. And that's why you tend to get a lot more disease pressure on those hops when you bring them into climates where they weren't bred for. So what they're doing with grains is something similar. They're just ahead of that a bit. So they're designing these grains so that they're more resistant to these pests. So the the way they kind of look at it is breeder is responsible for disease and a farmer's responsible for the uh, field pressures.
1: Okay. So when you and you said pico malting, which I think I know, but I don't want to. tiny molting. I don't want to buy. It, but yeah. yeah, it's it's like small coffee. Very rusting, very very, right? very it's small like, scale. It's one of those. Yep. So, but when you're so, do walk me through the math in layman's terms. If we're talking thirty acre farm, twelve
2: cultivars, is it three acres of each? Is it the, talk the, to me like in rows? And the, then these are test rows. So right, so usually, so if you, for an academic institution, they'll they'll it'll be call it three four feet by twenty feet. Okay per row and per then row. you can multiply those however you want but they so have, so we if,
3: have some of those test rows that john's talking about 12 or whatever it is but then on the farm we right. have you know 22 acres of whatever grain oh, he's growing stuff you're
2: year. making your exactly out of yeah, god yeah, exactly. okay yeah. so
1: and then my next question is one of those rows in a typical hardy two row barley will get you how many pounds and then you know what i mean and then Pico well, malt that And then when you brew Exactly How many You're talking Are we talking like Two or three barrels Of this beer small. And that goes to this Virginia small. dinner It's, and it's that's small it. yeah. right it's, it, it's, it's meant to be very small You know It, yeah, yeah. it doesn't yeah. need to be better right? Exactly like, As long as you know Your system It doesn't matter How inefficient Shitty and small it is As long as you know What it does Every time it does right. it And then you can control for that. Right. And, and we're just at the beginning of this. We, I we, love it.
2: There, there's, there, we by far don't have this all figured out, and that's kind of the point of it, is yeah. we're trying to figure this out as we go. I don't
1: want to get into the politics of Joel Saladin, because I know those are rough politics these days, and he's slowly trying to blow himself up. But I did hear you talk about, the, if you don't know what that is, it's a Virginia farmer who's pretty famous, thanks to a guy named Michael Pollan. But anyway, you guys are talking about that, what sounds like the grain side of that type of farming with your cover crops and all that. So... How, like, talk to me about just the labor intensity verse, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I, I, that's, rabbit hole for John, you. John knows so. the answer already. No, but I've, been, but I've been down to Saladin's Farm and done all that. Like, I was one of his acolytes, which is why that's so heartbreaking. Cool. But, you know the work and all the things and the things he hacked to make that work possible. Talk to me about that side of grains because you know what I just envision is like a flower bed, right? Like you're out there fucking pulling shit with your hands Mm. every day if you're not going to just spray, right? So how
2: is it really? So there's a couple different ways to answer that. Uh, The first one is... We're figuring this out as we go, right? We're building a ship while sailing. Got and it. That's so, good.
3: and a quick comment: there is no one for us to turn to and say, "What is the plan? What do we do? We need X, Y, and Z. Right. We don't know who that person is." So, yeah, where did this fucking bug come from? Yeah, one of us have ever <laughs> seen this bug before. Yeah. Yeah. John is navigating that, you know, day to day. But hey, go ahead. Because there are,
2: there definitely um, both organic and regenerative small grain growers but we're we're growing malting barley which is a different separate category and has different uh, quality requirements all these sorts of things (laughs) oftentimes are used in rotation with veg or other things like that so it's a different application so we look at it kind of as is it's not gonna be perfect but I think back hundreds of years ago to Germany or Austria or Czech Republic or France when they were doing the same thing and trying to get this going they also were making this up as they went and did the best they could, and they learned from their mistakes. That's So cool. so, so, this is how we think about this. And the other thing is, I'm willing to give back. I, I see it as a, a tithing to nature. Right. Give back a percentage of the crops to vetch or to uh, thistle or to whatever those things are in exchange for not using poisons on my land. Yeah. Well, that's so... Uh, again... This is
1: somehow becoming Hillary, but I think it's a point of entry for my knowledge. But you know, she does that thing where she, some other farmer grows like tomatoes or strawberries, sure, just to make sure there's something going on there. Yep. Or, and then she'll throw like that makes sense. And I, and we do cool that with buckwheat
2: and and other crops like that and clover. And we have bees, so they love getting all the uh, oh, yes. the the pollen. But bees are like the most important thing in the world these days. Apparently, they're so fantastic. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but but the, the idea is again, it's you know. We learn so much just from yeah, that's getting me. it wrong so and fun. going down yeah. the path and trying to do the best. Right, we I can have to throw you guys because we are
1: there is a format to this. There is. Show. Okay. We're already <laughs> way fucking off because I think John's <laughs> given the uh, the sour face over no, here. No, no, so John's, no, John's no, no. just no. winking at me doing his tap <laughs> tap tap. But it's what it's one of those things where. The worst thing that happens on this show is a good conversation, which is what the whole show's about supposed to be about. And then because it gets we just completely it, yeah. fall off form, you know, what I mean? and we're, like, we're like, "But they do." All right, so anyway, it brings us together on Seal This <laughs> Beer" is a candid conversation of beer: what it is, not what we thought it would be; what it's doing, not what we did to get it; and where we would drink it if it existed in our house. To facilitate this, John and I drink blind out of black glasses. Um, the travel and, black. Uh, the plastic travel blacks, although we aren't the sock monkeys this time, because John and Bonnie were sweet enough to obscure them before they even got here. Yeah, I need and to this take feels very this, for this feels very Justin, <laughs> right? This yeah. feels very Justin. It's uh, it's, it's just obscured uh, everything. Grocery it's, store bags, but not and, uh, Target. Hair for some reason, Justin uh, only uses Target yeah. bags.
2: Listen, you, you asked how we get it done. Uh, this I is I how we get, get it done. done. That's, yeah, you I like it. there's no roadmap. And just to be fair, we have a guy
1: that's been doing this or us for four years who doesn't do it necessarily this well so you nailed know. it so, that's yeah. all Bonnie um, nice work yeah, Bonnie. <laughs> well thank done uh, but, um,
0: but would you like a job on the show yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> can, you, can you be
1: super producer Justin Kennedy 2024 yes um, but anyway so we are at this fest, and this is another one of them right it's just Good drinking morning beer, and I'm through another fucking glass of beer. Yeah. That's on you, dude. There's this is all on you. You know you're carrying me around, like sure. designated driver yesterday, so, designated nope. picker-upper today. No, no, is it? this is one I think. Oh, is this one? I think that's one, oh. John. <laughs> it's very, okay. it's very floral, very clean, nice soft water lager again, and it's yes, it's. You I've know, been sitting two 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 <laughs> <time laughs> and loving it. Hold on, but let but me have a sip of two to, to catch yeah. up to you, just so I know you're. But drink one because one is I understand if. Oh, I
0: was not describing two when you were tasting one. No. no this oh, but is I fun. like two. I do, too. I, 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 I'm thoroughly enjoying two. I'm thoroughly enjoying one as well, one is, But one is but right in my the line palate of that. is now kind of a little wrecked because of two, uh, which is fine. Yeah, there's this fun, there's like a, a fun little, like, stinky hop note that I'm getting off of this um, that I'm really digging. You mean light-struck stinky? No. No. Not cheesy, not. Um, but there's just there's a slight little hop funk note that I'm, that Skunky. I'm getting off this. Okay,
1: but you're saying light I, struck Okay. Well, the minute you said it, I got that note. And as far as I know, that comes from some type of UV exposure. But, it, yes. But it's not. It's not like a one of my dad's backs. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no.
2: These I'll have you know these were stored in the optimal temperature in right. the hotel fridge overnight. <laughs> So, at at, at, mean, at
0: a crisp 64
2: degrees. <laughs> wow. So, your fridge is doing what it's supposed to because,
0: like, mine is just completely iced over. Yeah. Um, I tried to put beer in there and it's just a wall of ice in the back. Oh and I was geez. like, oh, I'm not putting beer in yeah, here. You know, the
1: trick is you put it in the the, uh, in the soda tub, tub thing in the and door. just run the cold shower all night till they fix your fridge. That's okay. right. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, God.
0: Um, yeah. No, this is, this is is this is really nice. This has. It, but it's yeah. exactly, it's the. Fucking it's the we're talking rabbit holes. This this is I'm not going to live through today. Okay. Every beer is like, oh, I love that beer.
1: Thanks, Todd. <laughs> I'm going back a little bit
0: more on on that funky hop thing. And I'm getting there is and I hope I'm right on this, but there is a, a no, a, probably a not. Um <laughs> We men. had a lager once that we swore was a milk stout. Um, <laughs> and then the reveal came, and it's like, no, this is our Hellas. And we were like, all right, well, we should not be Which doing this Which is why show. no one's allowed to bring their own beers on this show.
1: because So at some point in that review, I've re-listened to it because of it, but I'm like, it's it's like somebody used a Pilsner malt on a milk stout grist. And, oh, wow. You know, I say something like that. So we I, there were definitely enough Pilsner there that it was, but it was not representing as what the words on the can were and at the end we're like you know we're sitting with one of my favorite brewers sam richardson from other half and i was like thank god this wasn't one of your beers oh you and i goodness. would have been fighting. like jesus so that's, that's why you're hilarious. not allowed to bring your beer on this understood, show. <laughs> understood. yeah <laughs> no
0: there's a nice hot bitterness on the end but there is some of that like rustic grain but not in the way that i've used that term before like there is there's a little bit of huskiness to it that, so I'll, um, I'll
1: buy that huskiness i actually so again so the problem is i like it too much but Maybe the, the things that are making it unique are words that associate with flaws so i'm being very careful about it I... but there's something kind of plasticky okay. in the malt bill to me not in a bad way again yeah. but you know what i mean there's this could
3: it be your plastic black cup you're drinking out of no because okay. i've drank out of these <laughs> <now> <laughs> we've yeah. yeah
1: we've done a lot of drinking out of these glasses um, um but what i'm saying is so and i don't mean plasticky like aromatic so there's a feeling in my mouth roof of my mouth a dryness that I think you're saying huskiness right it's not on the tongue it's not like that Roush from the last show where it was you know dead center tongue Mm. ashiness it's Mm -hmm. just you know there's something very dry in the roof of my mouth Mm. that I'm associating with a plasticky sensation but I don't want to say that because if it's an aromatic palate thing it's a flaw it's just a neat note that it feels the mouthfeel is strangely
0: that this is the beer to write my sentence this is the beer that I want to have at about three thirty four o'clock today after the fest has been going on for a while because it has depth of character to it that is going to sort of help recalibrate where I'm at or at least I'll liven up the taste buds again. Yes.
1: What I would say, and I don't think I've ever made this distinction, but I feel like this is a food lager, not a cooler lager. Right. If you put this on a table with any decent food that has some fat content, that mouthfeel thing I'm talking about is going to contrast that really nicely.
0: Yeah, I'll go along with that.
1: But I feel like this mouthfeel would get tiresome six beers in, right? I'd mm-hmm. be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just too dry. I need, I need it to be more like this guy. Oh, the coastline
0: um, pills. Yeah. The
1: coastline pills, are just you know what I mean? Where it, it does... It cr- so I think a perfect lager, we could talk about this for fun because we are a lager thing, but I think a perfect lager causes problems it also fixes when you're drinking <laughs> okay. it. You know what I mean? Like it's super dry, but there's a little sweetness. It's super herbal, but there's some fruitiness. You know what I mean? Like a perfect lager makes your mouth do a couple things before you're done with it and leaves you kind of flat to the beginning of the experience. And this one is
0: leaving me dry. Okay. Is that a fair thing? Have you had this beer before? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is it doing what Does you it want it to right do in to the glass right now? Hang on. I mean, <laughs> in spite of the perfect cooler.
1: Now you're going to be like, motherfucker, I got a little <laughs> bit of plastic, and John's right, it's a little bit skunky. But like coffee skunky, you know what I mean? Not like bad beer skunky. No, no, like, no, no. Like I, certain not, coffees, so certain it, it,
2: It's tr- It's tricky because I have such a fond association with this beer, so I know this one. Uh, I don't know how much I can reveal in this. No, you situation. can tell us everything. We've written our secret. Yeah, you can, We've yeah. Yeah, you can, you yeah, can open the, it up. You can, the secret you can part us. is over. We've talked mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, so it's... Um,
3: the hair tie's coming off.
2: Oh, here we go. Don't lose that. You guys ready? I know in yeah, my house, that's the
1: most important thing. Ever. Path. Triple Crossing. Pathway. Oh, yeah, from it. Triple Crossing. Okay. So, we're, they're they're who's Triple Crossing? The I buddies don't know. of ours in okay. Richmond. Right um,
2: yeah, they're 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 great folks. Um, and this, a is a, this is a this is a staple beer. It's a twelve ounce lager yeah. beer. Yeah.
1: So, what what do they identify it
0: style wise and all that? What do they say it is? They're saying Pilsner, and then there's almost nothing Just else on Pilsner. the can. Just Pilsner. There's a government warning. That's about it.
1: I wonder what the mm. hop is. Maybe it's just a hop we don't associate with these flavors.
0: Could be. I I dig it. I this, no, is, this is where beer. I want yeah. like, well, like, like I I said, I want it. Yep.
1: So here's a fucking thing, and I yep. still want to get back to you guys. I'm not yep. taking this too far away, but yeah. I, one of the things I realized when I woke up this morning was at three different points yesterday, I saw somebody eating a cheeseburger I had to order. I was like, you, you know You had
3: three cheeseburgers yesterday.
1: Yesterday all of my meals were cheeseburgers. <laughs>
2: This sounds like a perfect day. What's the issue? But
1: I No, mean, what I'm is... saying is I can't believe... I would never be like, oh, when you're in Georgia, right? <laughs> because we were in, we I were was in Atlanta for the first... I was astounded when you were
0: at Goodward and you are like, I'm going to have another cheeseburger. And I was like, I've seen you have... Everywhere know. we went, I sat down and somebody had
1: a cheeseburger for them. And I'm, I'm not even really a you cheeseburger a guy, but there's a certain at cheeseburger brick I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the brick store one with pimento cheese on it. I was yeah. like, that's kind of... Re-. And I'd already had a you, cheeseburger you, you down in, uh, at whatever... Yeah. At McDonald's. The, yeah, no, no. Oh God! Oh Jesus! Never, that, no. <laughs> All right. Well, now thanks for coming to on. Out now, bag now, Augie's gonna uh, have uh, to uh, ask uh, you to now leave. Now, you're trying That's to bring that uh, the douchebag. <laughs> be
2: not gonna fucking happen. My children.
1: I have a 16 year old son and 14 year old son, and neither one of them have ever tasted
3: McDonald's. Holy
1: smokes! And I'm wow. super proud of that. Wow. Um. Uh, And it's not because I don't think it tastes good. It's just their politics. I just hate.
3: But back to the good cheeseburgers. (laughs) Back to the good cheeseburgers. But
1: there's a, so in my brain, I'm going to, I can't go down this rabbit hole because I want to go down your rabbit holes, but there's two (laughs) types of burger. There's the bar burger and the fast food burger, right? The slider. And so just make the patty in your head over eight and under eight. Mm. These were under eight ounce patties on good buns, lettuce, tomato, a good looking slice of yellow cheese, just fucking perfect cheeseburger. And. Everywhere we went, somebody was eating one. I sat down. I was like, "Get me that cheeseburger. I just have to try it." And I ended up going home. My whole diet yesterday was three cheeseburgers and a couple other random Southern things. Yeah. And for some reason, pierogies. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. Welcome to Gatsby. But what I'm saying is yeah. <laughs> that beer. But that beer is that burger's beer. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Like, it was a pimento. I get one, it. I think yeah. That, yeah. Actually, the Good Word one was pretty fucking good.
0: Good Word doesn't do anything.
1: But it, that was really yeah. good But the pimento cheese one At Brickstore Was delightful yeah. I ate it in four bites now, I know I, um, I know I watched you yeah, was, <laughs> Inhale when you, that when burger are with people Like Maddie Hargrove And he goes How'd you eat that so fast You know you ate way too fast <laughs> 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 Like when you impress that guy You've overdone it But um, um, Well let's get back to the but, yeah, but So that's yeah. the, That's the end of my sentence okay. That beer belongs With any of those burgers And I would be so fucking happy cool. But let's get back cool. on the farm And let's cool. talk about the beers So
2: all the beer you make is from your own grain. No, okay. Um, quite a bit of it is, though. Um, okay. We don't we don't physically produce enough. We can't produce enough uh, to make all the beer. Do you from malt it. those grains too? Murphy and Rood in Charlottesville. It's just okay. about two hours away from us. Okay. Yeah, okay. we we figured the uh, taking on managing thirty acres to yeah. grow regeneratively and then. Ruin on yeah, top it of that, was, like that a lot, was enough but, t- but you t- don't seem up. daunted by
1: the first two which <laughs> seemed too much so i figured the third might also it's exist fair. Right? Fair. maybe someday come on, come maybe on, someday doggy, there's 1am yeah. to 5 what do you <laughs> think, right. think? slacking sleep when i'm dead <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so let's talk about let's go back to that let's talk about it cuz so this is the kind of thing that i know the work involved I can imagine the money involved and I can imagine the time involved and I also know how hard it fucking is to do any of that and put your kids through college. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, there's yes. all that shit. So let's... If anybody's listening to this, and I hope somebody gets inspired by this, and they like, fuck, I can find 30 acres in the Hudson Valley, or I can find... You know what I mean? There, There is still farmland that is affordable to somebody who's trying to reinvent themselves. Less and less, but yeah, it's there. But you know what I mean? But yeah. we need people to be doing shit like you're 100%. doing if we want it to last. 100%. Right? If we don't want to see 700 more hubnanian condos on it. You got it. Um, But... Talk about so we got the 10 year time frame for this kind of malt development thing, but talk about the development of the farm, the work, how much help do you have, when, what's the seasonality of it, you know what I mean? Like,
2: sure, just talk about the workflow of a 30 acre brewing farm. Yeah, um, it's kind of going back to what we said, we're building the ship while we're sailing, and we're we're doing the best we can. How long have you been
1: at this? Like, when did this project start?
2: Uh, well, depends how you define start. So, we've been (laughs) thinking about this for a decade and a half. We used to live in Germany, and so we, we got. Um, we got inspired by, we were in Bavaria and you go 45 minutes north and you're in the Hollertau and there's wow. barley fields and hop yards as far as you can see. And they don't have this separation between farming and brewing like we tend to have here in the States. And so we just kept seeing this over and over again. It wasn't just there. It was also in France. Uh, it was also in Austria and you have this much closer tie, more like winemaking to, yeah. to brewing. And it's not a novelty. It's not something they market as something so special. It just is how it is. And you get your barley and hops from down the road because that's where they're grown. And so this idea they have there in, in, in northern Germany in Oberfaus uh, and in Franconia of uh, Landbier, this, this Landbier. Land in German is also kind of country, is also rustic, but it, it kind of has a couple different approaches to it. But this is, this is what we've taken to heart, is this idea of Landbier being true local beer. Right. So we think about a, a local cheese is made from local cows or goat's milk. Um, hopefully ate local grass. Yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, y- and you look at these different local products. A local, um, local burger is made from local livestock. Right. We look at local beers made from local ingredients. And so for us, trying to tie these closer together is great because, in our experience, we have more control over the quality of the ingredients. So the barley I grow, I know exactly what happens to that the entire life cycle of the barley. Um, we custom craft malt all of our barley to our, our specifications. So it is what we exactly what we want it to be. Lower CO2. We're keeping the money small with small businesses. 95% of our spend is all small business. Good. And of that is in our region. So these are pretty unusual in the U.S. in our experience. So
1: there was a sentence you said there that I don't want to attack, but I want to say again because it's not just you. The biggest problem in America is the separation between farming and everything, right? 100%. Mm. Couldn't agree more. And what that's done to the commodity farming, right? Like, and it's funny you're so, preaching to the choir, yeah. but, but you know what I mean? I've yeah. got, I've got friends like Dan Barber who write editorials <laughs> in the times. He's like, look, we love these small farms. Like you guys, they matter. But if you want to save, you got to find these middle-sized farms that are disappearing and support them. So, but I, I love but, that. But they, they serve different functions, yeah, but right? Exactly. But you know what I mean? Like if we want to keep our food farmed yeah. and not industrialized. Yeah. We well, need to
2: be in the 30-acre and the 2,000-acre and farm because thing and we, not these 200,000 acres. We've, 200, we, acre we've made a trade-off as a society right. long time ago and trading off cost for nutrient density and yeah. caloric intake yeah. of those foods. And so we've said we're, we're willing to accept a cheaper price for these commodities, and we're going to sacrifice nutrient-dense foods for right. the for additional calories. Foods.
3: I want to add something here. So you yeah. said this to me this morning just in casual conversation, but I thought it was so good. So. Also, making a distinction between estate and local, and why does that matter, and why would one seek what we're seeking in in an estate brewery? So estate meaning growing your own, brewing your own, everything's done on your farm, right? Um, With the goal, maybe, to inspire people to think locally and to source locally. So everyone can't do estate, right? Everyone doesn't have the 30-acre farm, so whatever else. Um, there are breweries that we've seen over the last years switching to 100% craft malt, which, which is what great. we have done from day one. Right. And that's what we like to see inspired, what we're inspiring, perhaps. So that's really meaningful yeah, that's to us. Awesome. And then John, out of nowhere this morning, he was like, you know, a state brewing is kind of like Formula One racing for, for the car industry. Do you want to <laughs> say that? Are you able to reproduce that random thought?
2: It's this idea of my familiarity with the auto industry. Is you have pick a pick an F one car that's he's asking you to get closer. To oh the park. sure, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Um, p- pick an F one uh, team that that also has a, a, well, a car like mer- Mercedes or whatever, Always right? So so you pick radical. one. <laughs> so if you look at the the cost and the effort yeah. that comes out it's of it, and the focus on dollar. and the focus on innovation that they have, yeah. but those innovations trickle back down into the stock models that they have, and so this idea of a state being kind of a, a tip of the spear for innovation is is how we see a role we can play that like benefits it. not only us, but of course the entire industry in our farming region as well. When you sit down, when you come yeah. and when you come in the beer garden and have a beer and you can see the barley going 50 feet from you, it tastes different and it feels different. There's just a different element to the experience when you can actually see where it's coming from because in my experience at least, here in the states, in 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 Germany and in France and Austria, it's a bit different. But here, it's very difficult to find this connection you have with the beer and the product. In wine, you can find it. In cider, sometimes you can find it. But in beer, I find it to be very difficult uh, to to find that connection. It's a, it's so. And it changes the way you say that.
1: So when you say that, it's funny. Um, sorry, John, but go I for also it. am a wine guy. There, there we go. The amount of. Strap the amount beds. of wines I've fallen in love with <laughs> because I was near the grapes talking to the guy that made it mm-hmm. that you know just never would have happened had I bought that bottle you know had I been at the been like in- intention it, matters it's funny that as you said yeah. but the other thing I want to Go here, and I know we have to talk about beer too, John. I know <laughs> we're already running out of time. That's so fine. relax. John. I'm, Calm down. I'm, I'm Stop yeah, giving He me He's is irate right well, now. Far, <laughs> more, it's far, more importantly, far more importantly, I got to go set up my table and do all that, right? Yeah. So the pressure well, so is do Todd, they. not yeah. John. But um, but they're getting out of here an hour before me. So That's if true. I keep them an hour, then I'm really screwed. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, back to, we'll talk whole, to Todd. Don't but a lot of what you're talking about, so I'm assuming because you're here and because of the things I'm hearing from you. I'm assuming you're making pretty clean, pretty tight, pretty classic beers. Pilsners and whites and stuff like so, that. But most of the people that tell me the story, because you're not alone in this story, right? We have very close friend, Evan, who's growing as much as he can on his farm and brewing beers. Those all tend to be sour guys. And you know what I mean? Like you, you, you're you definitely the first people we've met that are doing this in a, I, I assume, a clean beer kind of way. And I think that's what makes it so uniquely exciting to me because sours is such a niche market mm. And it's, it works on a farm, and trust me, I'm never happier than when I'm sitting on Evan's farm drinking Evan's beers, ever. But it's also like one of those things that you have to kind of alibi when you t- tell six people you're going to the farm, you've got to explain that they're going to be wild fermented beers with these flavors, mm-hmm. and that same thing in a clean beer is a experience I'd never conceived until you guys started describing your situation. So talk about that part of it.
2: For sure. So I'll, I'll go back to what, what we said a bit ago is that our focus is the best possible beer we can make. And so that's ingredients and methods and intention. Right. So for us, it, it's not a novelty to grow stuff next to the brew house. Right. The, the reason we do that is because we can have control over the highest quality ingredients we can possibly uh, use for the beer. And so, we, we do have uh, a wild program. We capture native yeast in our field and we use that for open fermentation or even close fermentation. Yeah, like turbid
1: wheat mesh? Do you have wheat on the farm?
2: or We, we do have wheat. Okay, we cool. have triticale. We actually have a lager here you should try with. It's uh, a triticale I'm definitely lager. definitely try it, obviously. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I promised Todd I'd serve my own beer and I'm clearly
1: not serving my own beer. Just don't just make us number 25 today. Make us like at least number 10. Okay? Well, so you know the problem, guys. C and W has a lot of letters between it. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally between. Who am I between? ahead and beer and beer stat, I'm yeah. fucked. I am not I'm not getting anything done today. Anyway, go on.
2: So so for us, we kind of there's a bifurcation, and so we have a clean side and a wild side, but we also we we look at beer as an agricultural product. And so I think yeah. there's this hyper obsession that I hear a lot of things have to be done a certain way, or certain beers have to be a certain way. And we don't necessarily subscribe to that. Um, we look at Beer is an agricultural product, and the process is an extension of agriculture. And so, right. oftentimes, we'll make a beer, and we will say, "Oh, what style of beer is this?" It's like, I don't know. It was bottom fermented, cold. I'm not sure exactly. This doesn't fit into a category, but yeah. it tastes good, and that's why we released it. I g- it's, I g- a, it's a Wheatland style. Exactly mm-hmm. right. Ex- exactly yeah, right. Wheatland it. original. Yeah. And that's yeah. What, so so this, yeah. this is the idea, and this is so we we were to us we're not chasing after. Agricultural character or terroir in the wine right, world—that's right. a result of all the other steps right. if that go into it. If you do everything this, right, that's where you land. Exactly right. It'll it'll happen it. naturally. And I so like that a lot. we we have different aspects of the beer. Like we'll, we'll have. I get on one of our our our, our grains. I get a. Um, a white grape skin and a minerality to it that I haven't found in other other places. And so it's just what really... is that
1: great? So John and I have a problem where there's yes. a certain style of pilsner because we do this every time, and I think we do it well or at least interestingly. But there is a grape, a American not Vitis vinifera, Vitis uh, lambrusca, grape flavor I get on certain pilsners certain times, and I've well, got that, no. This is this is worked. Her... This is worked. This is not. This no, is but not I'm fermented. saying in a finished beer I get the. Uh, randomly say one out of every hundred Pilsners, I get this grape note. I'm like, John, this one's got the grape note, and we've never tied together what What it could be, because it doesn't make sense for fermentation, it doesn't make sense for malts, and it doesn't make sense for hops, but there's a certain German Pilsner combination done by American brewers that gives me this fucking Vitis Lambrusca grape tone, and I'm out of my mind for it. Anyway. I can't,
2: so I I can't speak to that, but... (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> the, what, what what I find interesting about this is that the more people are kind of prodding, and I have a bunch of anecdotal things I could throw out, but mm-hmm. like when it comes down to it, you need data, you need well, to point the, to I, something. and that's
1: the problem with you, right? I can already tell from this fucking program <laughs> that you're not happy unless the Excel spreadsheets out to double G. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but but
2: but here here's the thing, and this is this is you you asked, like why we're doing this? So this, okay. this is this is the implicit question you're asking, like yeah. why are we crazy enough to do this? Thing yeah. we deeply believe in this, I we believe it. in the mission, and so for us, we know it and we can feel it. And we can sense it, but we can't point to it yet. Right. But this is this is, how all this, this is how all this stuff started. This is how all this stuff started. You're young started. and you got time. So, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Now you 52. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm much but, older but, than you. But, but here's the thing: the, the, <laughs> da, the <laughs> data is coming. And so yeah. there, there was a there was a study released. You were maybe there for to the craft uh, uh, yeah. conference. They they essentially looked at terroir in grain, mm-hmm. and they showed that it's there. And and one of the most interesting things is they found it in a lot of precursors. Right. So So what this means is a different way of looking at it. So instead of commodity malt, where you're looking at uniformity and commonality across batches, what you're looking for is identifying those precursors and malting them to specific ways that tailor to accentuate those flavors you want to pop out of there. That's super exciting. We're Mm -hmm. just on the cusp of this. So there's no data to point to right now, but it's coming. What I love
1: about that, so... I was talking with... Um, watch this name drop. Are you ready? You're going to have to pick this up. <laughs> okay. watch, watch your feet, everyone. I was just just seriously <laughs> do some deep knee bends because you're going to have go. to get way low to pick this up. So I was drinking uh, Sierra Nevada Cascale with Mitch Steele yesterday. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, was <okay. laughs> me. <laughs> hey, yeah, we were yeah. discussing theolized <laughs> yeasts. Um, yeah. But... I said someone does. So <laughs> well, sure. I mean, what else do you talk about, Mitch?
0: Uh, to <laughs> Mitch about, yeah. I mean, dude, I'm the
1: luckiest man alive. I can't fucking believe how lucky I am. But anyway, so but I was saying to and and I hope this makes sense to you. It made sense to him, so I think I'm safe here. But the Cosmic Punch one, so he's got a new yep. one that he's excited about. And he wasn't mean to Cosmic Punch, but he said he'd done it and you know and he found this one. So sure. he's much happier here, which implies. But I said to him, I was like, Yeah, so I Found some high-fail stuff, used Cosmic Punch, did everything right, set up the markers in my head this beer would achieve when it was done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We brewed it. It hit all those markers exactly right. I was super excited. And halfway through the can, I was like, "Mm."
2: you know what I mean? Like, it did
1: everything it was supposed to do. I got all the notes I wanted to get out of it. And nothing about it tickled any of my strings Mm -hmm. except... Job well done. Like my brewers nailed it. We did exactly what we said we do. And I didn't give any fucks. And I said to Mitch, I was like, and he's like, I kind of see it. I was like, you know what I mean? It was just, it checked every box, but none of those boxes all checked made me go. Cause you know, there's a certain things that I'm one of those guys who I'm mean to hazy because it's fun to be mean to hazy, but I fucking (laughs) love hazies, right? A proper hazy really does connect to a childhood exuberance for me. Mm -hmm. And when you make a good one, I'm like, this is fucking delightful, but you know, for every 10 of those, there's 500. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jose, good job kid. But, um, <laughs> but you know, what mean? But, So this truck. one was supposed to like fucking grab me by the angles be like, here we go boy. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, we did it. Move it on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, that's, but I want, the reason I ask that is as you do these malting things and you fool around and you get to them, being able to design that from the malt perspective, like you're saying, I think would be much more fine tuning. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of like randomly grabbing for these flavors of yeast, you know, finding mycerine and thiol to connect to.
2: I think eventually you know, it's fine tuning. I think to thing. start with. But I love the we're, idea. we trying like, to figure it start out. Start with yeah.
1: some of this grape skin character and then throw some Nelson on it and maybe we ferment warm with. See what happens. It. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? But
2: there's so in kind of getting back to the original question for us, there is this kind of this bifurcation of of wild program with native yeasts and open fermentation and barrel resting and all these sorts of things and clean fermentation But the first beer we made was a lager so we we've we've been focused on that but if you look at if you How look at it Irvus- for those those 42 days <laughs> <you're> like, okay, <laughs> okay going to bed <laughs> honestly because the way we look at it is it's a it's a natural process yeah beer is a natural process and we've we've we don't fixate on kind of macro qualities the the the, the macro beer value set that I think has been adopted a lot across yeah. the industry is not one we embrace. Yeah. So we, we, don't, we don't look at consistency as the top on the punch list. We look at quality as the top. Right. And for us, consistency means grains were, something happened with the grains in the field, whether they were sprayed or there's some kind of commoditization that happened there. It means blending happened in the malt house. Not every malt is the same. And so what they do is to get the COA to right. hit, you blend different batches from different farms from different years to get the numbers to match up. Right. Or in the brew house, it was adulterated somehow, so it's consistent. Now, for the, for the large breweries who are able to create a consistent product across the board from different agricultural inputs is wizardry. <laughs> Hats off to them. It is super 48% impressive. 48% rice syrup. It's 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 super impressive. <laughs> not hard. But, but but this is not this is not our goal. This is but, this this is not what we're after. So, so just for, so you for know, us, I've
1: said on this show a million fucking times that the you know that all the biggest de- trick the devil ever pulled, the biggest trick AB ever pulled was pretending it's hard to make a good logger. Okay. Like somehow they made that an argument in the '80s, and guys like him wrote huge articles about it. It's I not fucking hard to make a good logger. <laughs> you unfair. just That's unfair. You, That's all <laughs> you all you need. <laughs> That's slander, is, sir, and I'm not going to stand <laughs> for it. All you need is a clean fucking house. And, you know, like, like, come on, it's not like I know it's hard to do it in a bucket in your dorm room, but that is not brewing. Right, yeah. so shut the fuck up with it's hard to make a good logger. Now let's talk about what the best logger
2: is. You know what but, I mean? But, but this, I think maybe this goes to what you're talking about before. Is this moving your? You spirit, are getting right? saucy. <laughs> is, I'm fucking loaded. I like, did not even talk I, about here. I, I
0: know. This is. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I am no, very fine. nervous now for the yeah, rest for the, of the rest, day. rest of the
2: day. No, what have I done? Sun
1: doesn't set till eight thirty, John. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but this this is the thing. Is like if you if you take the mindset that. You have, as a brewer, as a farmer, you have this much control, right? In the field, Mother Nature does this much. And in the brew house, frankly, Mother Nature also does that. So all you can do is mitigate risks and create the right parameters to do the best you can. Clean fields and clean ferments. That's what you aim for, right? Yep. So much of it is out of your control. So you can do what you can and you let it go. And I think there's something freeing in that and saying, hey, um, I'm going to use the best ingredients, follow the best methods. Usually it's a lot of time. If you look at our beers, most of our beers take a really long time to produce, but that's good because a lot of this stuff you can't rush and you can't rush this stuff and the stuff that really hits you and there's depth to it and there's interesting layers and it's a mixed grist or whatever it is you say, wow, that's, that's really yeah. interesting and it needs time to get there.
1: Yeah. And the next step is to develop that patient
2: in the end user too, right?
1: Like mm. some of us are clearly impatient. That's fine. Like the world needs everybody, mm. but starting that patience in the experience hopefully develops that patience in people, and they don't need it to blow their fucking back of their head off in the first three sips and move on. Right. Mm-hmm. We were talking about wine sure. tasting before, sure, sure, but sure, sure, sure. You know I mean? There's, there's a lot of use to a new French barrique and long hang time, you know, whatever mm-hmm. and, and it just makes people like oh, i fucking love it but you got to live with it too right uh, yeah. ideally anyway we gotta talk about beer you have too. to talk about beer too because you've been I, strangely quiet i've been, okay. dr- I've been i'm drinking super this. uncomfortable with how quiet you no, are no so no I, do I, beer I, too. i'm
0: already empty on this this they, is a the people lovely people do want to hear you at least two percent of every beer. episode uh it's just like a lovely kind of table beer in my mind where early on i was getting a little bit of like lavender and a little bit of Daffodil, but like all very soft and all very faint. But is, just this was, yeah, this was just. You I, can just I, I drank,
1: to us and walk in through that field and I have and just arms outstretched. You're, you're just what's his, uh, what's his name in gladiator? That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but walking through a field of barley, yeah. Wasn't he in a field of barley? I think you, he was in you a field can of do barley, this yeah. on the farm, John. I'm going to. Yeah, you know, I know. Do you <laughs> not know how sharp barley is? Don't be an idiot. You're
1: gonna come out of there looking like you fell in a rose bush. I don't feel right. But every time I watch him do that in that movie I'm like nobody would do that I'm like no that would just hurt he's wearing a skirt and he's walking through wheat
0: he's, he's tough that's that's i know that's he's the whole, a tough he's man a, a, that's a, what are in that image um what uh what are you liking about this i mean aside i love from it, everything, i love it and yeah. it's
1: nice to be off krispies right yeah it's because we've had three krispies even we had a crispy smoky um but yeah, it's just nice, soft, easy to like. It's funny I'm saying soft, but it's clearly a harder water yes. beer. Yes. But it's just, yeah, it's flowery like you were saying. I, I didn't get the exact flowers you got. I might have been getting gardenias and
0: wisteria. Well. Um. <laughs> but, so you've uh, had this beer? No, this no. is the first. Okay, time. so yeah. what's it doing for you? What, what What are you liking about it? Well, um, we have
1: to say where we're drinking it, then yep. he can reveal it. We can all okay. talk about it. But
0: it's um, uh, this is the beer that I recover. Uh, after walking through, yeah, a field we need to we... have this in the Uber tomorrow to the to the
1: airport. Yeah. That's what this is for, That's right? Neat. This is tomorrow's beer. This is tomorrow. Yeah. Well, we've had too many Krispies. I was sh- little shell shock Pull it out. Oh, the hair tie. Right. The, the hair tie. My house. <laughs> no, those I'll, things I'll are worth trouble. more than beer. No, I know you can't lose yeah. those things. <laughs> Ready?
0: Yeah, here we go. What a sight! What a sight! Oh, this is Dissolver. This is their pub ale. All right. Well, there you go. Pub ale. Who's Dissolver? Do I know them? Yeah, they've been on the show. They're oh, uh, out of uh, oh, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, right on. Right yeah. on. Yeah,
2: they, they've been to the farm, too. So both, uh, both of these folks have been to the farm. Um, well, these are your good neighbors, people. right? They, they, I yeah. yeah hope. If Richmond, you were in my yeah. neighborhood, you'd never get rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, you'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, Triple
1: Crossing's like two hours from us. Uh, yeah. So yeah.
0: this is a 4.5% pub ale with River Bend, river bend uh, Southern Select Oats, Proximity Malt, uh, Mild Malt, and Target Hops target i don't even know that how it's uh it's gonna be
1: a i'm imagining a british cultivar like I, I fuggles downstream i don't know i don't know
0: but uh yeah pub ale nice easy drinking <laughs> just yeah, uh and yeah. since there's since today is a day
1: of lagers and pub ales i think we nailed it yeah
0: that's is uh this is where we want to be all right so we got to tie this
1: up we do because of time what you, you asked the final question i've i've been i've been even by my
2: standards i've been steering this a little too hard. So So is
0: the farm open to the public? Can people come and see what you all are doing?
2: It sure is, yeah. Wednesday through Sunday. Actually, I'll let Front of house, uh, yeah. It's actually house,
0: Thursday yeah. through Sunday, so, so let's jump bit. in day, yeah. right. I'm, 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 hey, I'm thieves, working seven days thieves. a week. See you <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Wednesday is uh, professional uh, industry night. That's, that's, uh, right. right. that's, that's right. right. There's that's always that's the. Right. You know, I'm text there every text day, so, so I have a open. hard time separating. Yeah, we
3: also live there on the farm, so we really are always open. So
0: please, abide by the actual hours don't show up. What's the church and
1: state like over there? Do you do we drink in your house? You could if you wanted to. No, there is a separation.
3: We also have an on farm. Bed and breakfast You can stay the night with us <gasps> I was going to ask that Like it sounds yeah. like you
1: must Like you need to Like it, that's the experience Right is to go absolutely fall drunk And it's, not have it's to 100% yeah. You're you, you 300 walk yards right to From the beer Field. garden yeah. Yeah. yeah that's
3: perfect Um. So yeah Thursday through Sunday Food every day Beer Wine Cider Um. Yeah we Land have a great Fest. time Land Beer Fest Coming up Our annual festival It's happening What June 10th Is it this Nine year and 10th 9th mm-hmm. and 10th a uh, really, really special event coming up um, with a, a great lineup. Something different than what we've done in the past. And uh, I think details and tickets are coming this week. So There you go.
0: Perfect. Um, send everybody to your So you know what
1: reviews. I want to touch on before we let you go? And I know I okay. have to rush, so you try do. to keep this one tight. But um, what were you doing in Europe? Because a lot of what you're describing to me, you know, I'm, I'm more than anything, I'm a foodie. And I've done things like go over to Faviken and do these things. And and the more you describe it, the more it feels like one of those experiences to me. So what was your European thing? Because it feels like you're doing that, you know, that relay and Chateau beer thing that I wish more Americans were doing. So how did that just give me that answer and we'll come back to this on our next time you guys are on, but for sure. Yeah.
2: So it was, um, not explicitly related to, to beer or food, but it of course was related to beer and food. Uh, got a uh, a fellowship over there in Germany okay. for a year and then got hired on and then five years later we moved back to the states oh. so it was just one of those things but the the, the passion for the the food and drink has always been there so the passion for food and drink has always been there and what what really made an impression on us over there is you know you find a bunch of different really tasty stuff a lot of different places you go and it's all unique and interesting but there's this regional identity this social identity around the food and drink over there and they're yeah. not they're not competing with and each virginia other needs that america needs that
1: but virginia needs it
2: back right because well, they well, used to well, be right some of our like
1: seriously like tj did you see what i just did was like a <laughs> no, wine collector foodie. man 10, but i just I made dropped Thomas Jefferson <laughs> as if he and i were on nickname <laughs> basis but you know what i mean he was That's a great. fucking foodie yeah. like he well they were
2: all farmers but they were all, but he was yeah.
1: but you know what i mean like Virginia should be yeah. far more important for food than it is. But let
2: me, let me, let me, let me suggest this. So for us, if there was, called a dozen different regions in the United States that grew different stuff, who produced different things, just like they have in Europe, where you have the Alsace and Bavaria, and they all have different things that they celebrate and mm-hmm. that grow in those regions, wouldn't that be wonderful if you can go get a mid-Atlantic lager, or a New England lager. And they all taste a little different because they're grown with, made with different ingredients and they have these these unique identities. And there is a regional culture built around that instead yeah. of a lot of the yeah. commodification that we have in but food A and lot grain. of that's time though, just just in defense of ourselves,
1: right? We we haven't had 500 years of Cistercian monks doing nothing but walking around our That backyards. is a fair point. That is true. Well, maybe maybe not that's... your backyard. Well, yeah. you know, <laughs> but you know what I mean. There's, there's TJ's backyard though. TJ's, TJ's backyard. backyard yeah. But I'm yeah. telling oh. you, he knew.
2: Yeah. Anyway, all right. We yeah. got All right. Go. We got yeah. it. I love you guys. You're yes. always welcome back. I, Thanks so for having my, us.
1: What re- did run through my head is, John and I threaten every year to go over to Oktoberfest. And if we do that, I think I'm going to need you to come with us to show us around. Oh, done. we did but, that. Uh, we have never done year. it. We always yeah. say we're going to. Oh. It's a but blast. But part of the fear is, I don't want to go over there and do it wrong. Oh, so it's, we, so can so we, right. we can, we can thing. help you out with that. We can help you out with that. That's the value we're going to add to the show. Anyway, go. I'm going to run away. I'll be back. Get at us. Get at us.